Welcome back to another episode of What Do We Watch? Keith, welcome. Nicholas, how are we today? We are good. We're good, officially. We're back. It's been a couple weeks since we've recorded. Um... What have what? Yeah, so I had boo boo tummy. You had boo boo tummy. Oh yeah, I had. Bad, we were bad, out of bad, town for with with the family over the holidays. You know, um, how have you been? I've been good. You know, once I got unsick, I felt better. <laughs> I haven't been sick like that in a while. Yeah, yeah. You were that was like scary. That's I'd never true. seen you look so gray. Yeah, that's what that's what people told me. My buddy, when I told him, I was like, yeah, I think I had food poisoning. He's like, yeah, I think the night before you looked like shit. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> And you usually look like shit, so this was extra bad. Yeah, yeah. And then I just kept telling you you looked healthy. Yeah, you <laughs> no. kept telling me that, and you told me that today, and I'm like, oh, do I look sick again? Damn. No, I just think it's something like, it's one of those comments I feel like is backhanded. Oh, it's backhanded. Like if someone told you you look, which I was telling you you looked healthy. Like if someone other than me was like, Keith, hey man, it's good to see you, you look healthy. <laughs> yeah, you said you look healthy. And then you followed it up with like, yeah, you're going to be around for a while, huh? Something something like that. Something like that. I was like, oh, cool. Well, you I know. was saying, you look healthy like I don't care what Tom says. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he was telling me that I don't look yeah. healthy. He said I needed some vitamins. Big city Tommy Diesel coming at you. He said, yeah, your skin's a little green. You need some vitamins. Clear that up a little bit. I was like, damn, Tom. Damn, Diesel got me. But anywho. It's fine, dude. Whatever. It's fine. I'll just eat ice cream before I go to bed again. It's fine. <laughs> What a weird thing. <laughs> We're not going to get into that. Yeah, anyway, we'll <clears throat> so uh, what have you been watching? We've been, how about, I know we've been watching a lot of stuff, but how about you give me like your top, your top three that you watched? Okay. I'll go. I saw movies in the theater. So What'd you watch? Those. What'd you say? So I saw Thanksgiving, which is the a horror movie, Eli, right? Eli Roth, Thanksgiving style horror movie. Yeah. Was it good? Yeah, it was good. I actually thought it was pretty cool. It was like I thought it was like this vibe of Scream Six, like that kind of vibe, like yeah. newer slasher, or it's done kind of right. But you just take that and you cram it into a Black Friday Thanksgiving, but like a like a almost like a like a town built on Thanksgiving kind of. It's yeah, like, it's what yeah. Is it, Plymouth or it's one of the I think it might be Plymouth, Mass. Yeah, is where it takes place. But yeah, it's the kills cool. are awesome. I think people were actually like. I think the like some of the reviews that I read, people were like, "This isn't just like a crappy slash. Like this is actually a good. It's good. Yeah, yeah. I thought so, it was pretty good. Do you think that's your new? Is, is that going to be in the rotation that you watch every year? Uh, probably because there's not really much. There's else. no Thanksgiving. There's not a lot of Thanksgiving there's a, movies. Yeah, there's a there's Thanks <laughs> Killing, which is like a B movie. Yeah. Kind of yeah. just whatever. Yeah. Um, and then there's this, and then there's this movie Pilgrim that came out a couple years ago on Hulu. That was okay. Yeah, it was, like how, it was one that takes place on Thanksgiving. Yeah, it was decent, but like, yeah, I don't know. There's not really much. Well, even like, even as we were thinking about movies to cover, so this one, I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit for the, the episode this week. It is a Thanksgiving movie. I think there's just like not a lot of Thanksgiving movies in general that are specifically specifically like centered around Thanksgiving. Yeah. So, but that's good. And yeah. what else did you see? So I did see Napoleon with Joaquin Phoenix. Give me an out of ten. One, two, three, go. Eight? Okay. Like, I, I don't know. I'm mean, even higher. I actually really liked it. It's getting not great reviews. Remember we were reading the reviews? The one guy was like, I can't believe they made Napoleon so, like, mean and evil. I'm like, what? Dude. All right. So, first of all, he's funny in the movie. Like, there's parts where I was... Like, he's a... It's a comedic role. I was crying. There was a couple really? parts where my lady and I were, like, 
in tears because it yeah. was so ridiculous. Like, I don't know what people wanted out of it. I don't know. Like, she was like, what do they want? Saving Private Ryan with Napoleon? Like, yeah. But, like, because oh, some of the reviews were like, oh, there's not enough battle scenes. There's, like, six or seven, like, big. Yeah. And the, and the kills and, like, the, like the way that their people are getting slaughtered. Yeah. It's pretty nuts. I mean, it, this isn't. I don't think it was like billed as like a. It's not a war movie. Yeah, I don't know what people wanted. But then, you know then what I mean? also the other other review I heard was like, oh, it focuses too much on um, Josephine, his wife. Oh, okay. And I was. I saw that she's in it. She's a major player. But like, yeah. At no point historically like, end in the movie. <laughs> like, at no point was I like, oh, there's not enough Napoleon. In it. He's in every scene pretty much. Yeah. Like, I don't know what they were looking for, and he's awesome. People just like the bitch is really yeah. what it is. And like, but I, man, let's give a shout out to Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin he's been killed. He's been like yeah. in the last five years just cranking out awesome. Yeah, he's movies. probably my like, fa- he's probably my favorite right now. Yeah, he's been, just everything he does. And then I guess the new Joker. Sorry, Nick Cage. I'm so sorry. sorry. I'm so sorry. Great, greatest ever do it. Um, I'm so sorry, Nicholas Cage. I'm so sorry. Spe- speaking of Nicholas Cage, though, then you also saw I saw Dream Sequence. Dream or, Sequence. Dream scenario. I'm sorry. Yeah, dream, dream scenario. scenario. Dream I don't know scenario. what you call that. yourself a fan. That's I don't, nuts. I don't call myself anything. <laughs> I, call I call myself <laughs> late for dinner because yeah. that's usually what I am. <laughs> yes, we eat at nine or ten sometimes. I know that drives you insane. Yeah, dude, I eat early bird special at like four thirty every you're day. You're done at four. You're like, I'm done. I didn't. I'm actually hungry now because I'm like, oh, it's dinner time. Oh, it is dinner my, time for you. Yeah, I oh, usually get my crap. cup of soup and half a club sandwich by now. He's like, he's like, yeah, just can I have a couple chips too? Couple, give me a couple, give me a couple scoops and a couple chips. Couple, yeah, a couple of them, <laughs> couple of them kettle chips, please, just please, just. I know, I know, I'm watching it, but come is on, is this is this me at like a Cracker Barrel? I don't know. Being like, hey, buddy, come on. No, this is you. Like, oh, I know, I know, <clears> I said I wouldn't snack, but just a couple of chips with my sandwich. It's <laughs> like in dodgeball when he's hooked up to the shock thing. You know what I'm talking oh, yeah. about? It's like just one little bite won't hurt you. <laughs> God. Uh, All right, so I thought so I so see... three solid movies though. Oh yeah, you didn't yeah, Dream Scenario. That. I think that movie's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was really good. That's A twenty four. A twenty four. Nick Cage is. I I'll say it, Nicholas Cage is unstoppable. I don't. Yeah. Care. Who else? Who else was in that movie? Like what? Um. I... Hold on. I'll give you the the rundown. Give me the the, the rundown. How was it? A long movie? Nah, like hour forty. Maybe that's not bad. It was like a normal. A normal plot, if you will. Yeah. That's pretty solid. He looked, like, really fun. Like, <clears throat> even in the trailers and stuff like that, I just think his character looked, like, pretty awesome. Like, the costume, like, he did... I think this is the first one where it was, like... I feel like Nick Cage always plays these, like, kind of... I'm going to say, quote-unquote, like, badass dudes. But isn't he just, like a, like, a frumpy middle-aged dude in this movie? Oh, yeah. He's not... He's just himself in this movie. <laughs> that's pretty good. I think, I think that's, like, the vibe. It's like, oh... What does he look like now? That's it. That's it. Put him in his sweater and some glasses and get him out there. But yeah, Michael Sarah has a small part. Tim Meadows, um, Dylan Baker from Halloween. Yeah, I mean Trick or Treat. Ooh, the, I know uh, who you're talking about the principal, and uh, Julianne Nicholson is is his wife. But yeah, it's a, it's a really good movie, and it's um, the second big movie by Christopher. I'm going to say Borgli. I think his name. He's a Norwegian filmmaker. Yeah, and I watched. What like made him pick Nicolas Cage for this role though? I don't know. I think it probably has something to do with Nicolas Cage just in popular culture. Yeah. Because, like, everybody's, like, ironically fan of Nicolas Cage. Like, oh, dude, Nicolas yeah. Cage with the bees. Yeah. Like, it's like, okay. I guess everyone has the internet just thinks he's, like, a funny actor. It's almost like a – I mean, I know when he did – what was it, the vampire one that he just did? Renfield. Renfield. I know people were like, oh, dude, you see Nicolas Cage plays a vampire? Yeah. Like, I think it's those types of movies. It's not like – where a lot of them, it's like, oh, this is about – 
you know, a guy who does X, Y, and Z. Anytime like, he's Nicholas in a movie, Cage is a toaster. It's always <laughs> him as like, oh, he plays that. Like everyone's like, look, <laughs> it's Nick Cage right there. You know what I mean? Yeah, they think it's just like funny that he's in it. Yeah, like, but dude, he's a great actor. He's the, I he's stand the sickest by it. of all time. His stuff in the eighties was sick. His stuff in the nineties was sick. It was Even all his sick. stuff in the two thousands was sick. And then now somehow he's making awesome movies. But this director back. also made a movie called Sick of Myself. Which came out last year, and I was like, had in my list to watch for a while. Just the face, the bit, the. <laughs> this is gonna sound nuts, but the <laughs> Great. the cover is just a, pa- a like a girl's face covered in bandages. Oh, that's it's called cool. Sick of myself. I was like, I don't even care what that movie's about. I'm just gonna watch it. Yeah. And then I saw it was the same director. And I'm like, I gotta watch it. Sold. So it's not a, what I thought of at all. It's just a super <laughs> uncomfortable movie about a couple that they're like this Norwegian couple. The one guy's an uh, he's a an artist. And then she's like, they're constantly competing for like attention. Yeah. Like around their friends, basically in life. Yeah. So he's like becoming famous and she's always trying to like. Trying to like one up him or something like that. Like basically tear him down in front of his friends. Yeah. And then what she tries to do. Oh, that sounds like a super fun time to be around those two. I want to spoil a little bit, but she finds this drug that like has caused disfiguration in people. Oh. She's like, oh, I want to take that. So she just does it. Just so she. Just to like have a talking point basically. Becomes like popular in the in like in the world like she's all over the news and like huh. so she does she basically like ruins her life so that people will notice will her. know who she is that's kind of wild and it's just and it's still them like under trying to undermine each other the whole time and it's the most it's one of the most uncomfortable things i've seen in a while and <laughs> it's I was just, just like, like a downward spiral oh, like this guy is a good yeah filmmaker I mean, yeah i thought dream like sick of myself probably not recommended to people yeah. one because it's it's subtitled and two because yeah it's just people nuts. get but stream scenario, I think that's like a that's something. That's watch. a solid one. I would say all three of those are watches. Thanksgiving, if you want to see a little bit of schlocky horror, <laughs> uh, Napoleon, if you need to see Joaquin Phoenix, and it's Ridley Scott. Yeah, I, I think mean, it's a really good movie. Like you get Napoleon's backstory, you get funniness somehow in there. You get yeah. kind of a dreadful, like cold kind of vibe, and then you get crazy war scenes. I don't yeah, know I was going to say want. like with Ridley Scott. I mean, he's did did Alien and. I, Honestly, makes, just like a, a ton of other yeah. movies. It makes me basically. want to watch Gladiator again. Yeah, yeah. Joaquin was he killed it in that. Yeah, and you have that bo- you have that pop figure, right? I do. Yeah, yeah he's at my desk. Him yeah. giving the little thumbs down, which is uh, yeah, that's good times. But yeah, um, so enough about me. What did you watch? I, we what did we watch? Well, I watched this movie, so I already told oh, you, you did. Spiel. Oh yeah, you did watch this movie. So the only reason I'm doing it is because I watched this movie three times in the last week. And uh, just because this is such a comfort one. So this is one I've just been throwing on. But I also watched um, Free State of Jones, which I told you about, a Civil War movie, Matthew McConaughey. Pretty good. Pretty good. I'll give it a watch. Matthew Broderick, right? No, that's Glory is, is Matthew Broderick. Oh, I thought you said Broderick this morning. No. I was like, he's in two Civil War movies? He's like, oh, he's done it again. Oh, it's McConaughey? <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. I got to watch now. It's it's pretty – it's it's very good. Uh, I'm trying to think of any other – kind of weirder movies i haven't been watching it we i've been watching a ton of tv um i watched do you know you know ricky gervais that was a stupid yeah. question he has a show on netflix called afterlife have you ever heard of that i've heard of it but i don't know anything about so it so I, I rewatched that again that whole series it's like three seasons blew through that really quick um i don't know we've just i've just been throwing on little onesie twosie things here and there nothing nothing too wild oh dude yeah i do want to <laughs> check out this free state of jones now yeah it's it's long it's about two hours but it's i think it's worth it i'm, I'm a big matt mac guy you know what i'm saying yeah all right all right all right all right all right he's so cool he is it's really it's really scary i hate how cool he is i used to not like him because of the lincoln commercial yeah. 
But, but he's I, so cool. He's like, I was driving Lincoln way before it was cool to drive a Lincoln. <laughs> I was driving Lincoln. You're like, oh, my God, Mr. Matthew. But then I saw Lincoln Lawyer, and I was like, yeah. oh, okay, sign me up. Him and Marissa Tomei <laughs> on the right. same screen. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I did. Okay. I did watch a few other movies, but let me just throw this out there. I watched okay. this movie called In the Bedroom with Marissa Tomei, cause, just because I like her. I watch this. Yeah. And it's about <laughs> – it's actually a really sad movie. But, like, I didn't <laughs> – well, I didn't know it was going to be you set sad. Up, you were like, yeah, it's in the bedroom. You're like, let me I didn't tell know, you. I didn't know it was going to be sad. Yeah, I, I just read crying. the tagline. I try to just read a tagline yeah. of a movie anymore and not watch a trailer because sometimes it just ruins it. So yeah. I was going with Marissa Tomei, okay. is a, a mother, single okay. mother that gets in a relationship with a younger male next door, pretty much. And okay. It's like a weird family situation where the parents are obviously not into it. Yeah. And she, the, they're, they're high school. They're like, no, he's like, he's out of high school. He's like going to college. Oh, I was like, wait, no, 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 <laughs> not that, guy? not like a weird. It's yeah. like it's a legal thing, but he's like, <laughs> it's a legal. He's like thing. in college. Okay, but he's like dating the neighbor who's like an older. She's a little bit older. She's not like twenty five years older than him. Okay, so older. it's not as dramatic. And I knew as it was like a was drama. Then. Okay, I was like you know the situation, and I kind of like a drama every once in a while. Yeah, so yeah, I was like, okay, it, you know? well, let me tell you, it, she's in it for the first bit and then it takes some dark dives that i was like oh wait man. what year was this one was it newer or older it's like 2001 i think 2001 it was really good i just like the if i see marissa tomei is going to be in something i'm like oh, it's yeah, an instant sign watch up. yeah she's delightful she's like almost up there with like my some of my guys like joaquin or oh, yeah. nick cage or philip seymour hoffman you know if they're in it i'm like i don't really care what it's about i don't care i'm watching it i'm probably gonna watch it all right so what do you think? Should we get into the movie that we're covering? Yeah, did we even say what we've... we're covering? <clears throat> we just gave enough hints to probably... Nah, dude. Keith, what do we watch? What did uh, we watch? Yeah, we're watching uh, Valentine's Day with... Uh... <laughs> just kidding. We're watching Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Woohoo! Well, we watched it. You watched it three times. Three times. Yeah. I watched it twice. So I'm better, clearly. Yes, definitely. <laughs> what, if, what if they just heard like a, like a scuffle... <laughs> And then I was like, yep, that was the episode. What if we did keep track of that, like on spreadsheets, how many times we saw a movie, and we were like, oh, well, I saw it 12 times. You're like, okay. Well, I mean, Nick, if I had only saw it three times, I'd, I'd probably be as stupid as you. <laughs> now that it just explains a lot is all. Anyway, you look healthy even, today, Keith. I don't even know what that, I don't even know what that means. Just, Anywho. Just let it go. So this is the 1987 comedy drama. Uh, this was written, produced, and directed by John Hughes. Uh, this was a, I like this movie because this was kind of the, I think this was one of John Hughes's first like non-teen comedies because he did the whole run of all those other teen comedies and this was like made for adults having a good time. I'd say you're right. Cause yeah, cause up, up before that, I mean, like he wrote the vacations. Yeah. 16 candles. Yeah. Yeah. I would say you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Anywho. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> so this, I don't know. the budget for this movie was 15 million, and the box office 49.5 million. Uh, that's just pretty good. Classic John Hughes setting. Uh, very cold Chicago. <laughs> Keith, you want to talk about uh, who's in this? This bad Larry. Yeah. So you got your mains. You got Steve Martin as Neil Page and John Candy as Del Griffith. Those are your two. Uh, we'll call them travelers. <laughs> for a better <laughs> lack of reference, <laughs> lack of better terms. <laughs> Yeah, that was nuts um, that you just said that. And then you do have a very young Matthew Lawrence as as Neil Jr. as so as Steve Martin's son. Yeah, which is funny because every time you he's see in his it face, for like a second, his little he's... bowl cut, but like he's so memorable. You're like, yeah. oh yeah, I remember him. Um, <laughs> and you have a very quick Kevin Bacon at the beginning of the movie. 
Yeah. And a very quick Ben Stein. There's a ton of people from, so if you, obviously if you watch this movie, so John Hughes at the same time, it was, uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off was also another Chicago movie. So the people that are in this movie that were also in that, in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, uh, the teacher, Ben Stein, which the, the, you know, Bueller, that whole thing, Ferris's dad plays his coworker in the beginning of the movie. And then uh, what's the the secretary's name in – she's very memorable. The actress? Yeah. What's her name? Um, Edie I, McClurg. She plays the um, – basically in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, she plays the secretary who, who loses the pens in her hair. Uh, just a really – I mean, it's just an incredible cast. There's little – but like you said, little characters here and there will pop up uh, throughout the movie. So it's just – I think it's neat that he used some, some of the similar characters. And then Dylan, Dylan Baker, who we just <laughs> talked about, is also in this – he, he's a he's one of the people that gets murdered. Oh, that's right, that's right. And then you had um, Michael McKean, who was uh, he plays. If anyone, if you watched uh, B- Better Call Saul, he plays Jimmy McGill's brother. Uh, he was in it. He was the state trooper after their unfortunate car incident. Oh, yeah. But there's, I mean, I think it's just a it's it's just an incredible cast, like all throughout. Did you want to do before we get started? Did you want to say any fun things about the like the filming or anything like this? So this was mostly filmed in New York. I, that's oh, what I did see. That's weird. I mean, not weird, but that's it's yeah. funny that it takes place in Chicago. Another, yeah. Yeah. So the, and they filmed it at St. Louis. Yeah, they did at the International okay. Airport. Yeah. But I wonder. I yeah. I, I want to look up what they did for. Um, Oh, I guess they're doing. I guess they're. I guess it is Wichita Airport in this one, though, right? Yeah. Not O'Hare. Yeah. Because I wonder what they did for uh, Home Alone. I think they actually did in O'Hare, right? I don't know. I would probably be a know. disaster to actually <laughs> to try and film that, but that's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it was. Um, but this one it was released on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, and like we said in the beginning, I think this is like for me personally, this is like the the definitive Thanksgiving movie. Yeah, I don't so, really know. Of many others that actually take place. When I was younger, I thought the ref took place on Thanksgiving, but that takes place on Christmas. Yeah. I think, so for me, growing up, this movie was always synonymous with, like, Christmas Vacation was, like, the Christmas movie. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is the Thanksgiving movie. So did we, yeah, did you have anything else that you wanted to Oh, not really. We can can dive into. All right. So, yeah, we will do, I'm just going to start going through the the plot of this one. Keith, do your normal... uh, yeah, jumping in, do whatever you want. Take a nap and <laughs> play a little Diablo. He's been on a big Diablo two kick. If uh, let's just there. not even talk about it because I'm not good <laughs> at it yet. I hadn't played. I haven't played it in twenty years. He's, but he's I aspiring. I also don't remember anything. Nick remembers everything from because I've been playing the game for twenty years. Anyway, we're not like, gonna. It's like, a what, we play a different. We would play a different game or something. <laughs> Keith's got a black screen on his computer. Yeah. Anyway. All right, we, we don't want to bore the people. So starting off, we have Neil Page played by. Uh, my boy steve martin he's an advertising executive and he's basically on a business trip in new york it looks like he's at some some board meeting uh to try and get something it looks like a cover approved <laughs> for a magazine in a really really funny just dry opening scene where his boss is basically looking at i would say three different covers and he keeps looking at them and it looks like he's getting ready to say something and then he stops looks like he's getting ready to say something and then stops um and he kind of it kind of just goes back and forth like that for a little bit um where was I was just lost my train of thought. They're in the board meeting. Board meeting, sorry. And they're basically they're like 
they're trying to get home for the holiday. So he he basically pulls out his watch and he, he I can't even remember what time it is, but he has a uh, six p.m. flight that he was trying to make because he promised his wife he would be home for the nine o'clock one. His coworker is played by uh, Ferris's dad, who I, I I can't remember the actor's name right now, but he's like, why are you wasting your time for the you know the the six o'clock flight? I just just do the nine one, like I, it's fine. And uh, so he's basically trying to scramble to get a cab, which is at rush hour, which I think is hysterical. Um, so he's basically, again, running late. Uh, he struggles to find a cab. He ends up bribing someone to let him have a cab. Someone else takes it. Uh, Kevin, Bacon Kevin Bacon outruns him. Yeah. At, he's in it for like two seconds and he's credited, which I think is just, I think is really funny to me. Yeah, they have, a, they have the foot something. chase. So yeah. they basically see each other. They see the cab, so they both start sprinting. And then... <laughs> Neil trips over to, trips over a un, an unseen case at first. Yeah, flies into oncoming traffic as everything goes flying. <laughs> Almost gets killed. And he looks back and sees this like really crazy looking. This big, like, it's like a trunk. Basically. It's a trunk. Yeah. He's like, what the? What the hell? And then so another guy pulls up. He they're both reach for the same cab and he says, which is really funny. He's like, sir, uh, can I appeal to your good nature? Like, can I have this cab? I'm trying to get home. And he's like, yeah, okay, fifty bucks. And then he's or whatever. I think he. I think he it was hanging bucks. Like, like ten. And he's like, and he's like, oh well, sh- certainly anyone who's willing to pay fifty bucks would pay God. sixty, uh, pay a hundred <laughs> bucks. <laughs> and it's just like just. But at that same time, you have someone else sneaking into the cab to take it. Um, who you would later find out is Dell, played by uh, John Candy in this movie. <laughs> so, so yeah, he gives him a hundred bucks. Yeah, and then he just and then his cab just takes off. <laughs> So Neil finally arrives at uh, LaGuardia Airport, so they're in New York. Uh, They find out that the flight is delayed. Uh, So while he's waiting, he meets the person who stole his cab, which is Del Griffith. Um, A Lackawanna... Oh, my God. I'm just going to cut that out. Um, He meets Del Griffith. Del Griffith. Jeez. A shower curtain ring salesman. Uh, He basically says, like, hey, you look familiar. And Del goes... And John Kennedy goes, yeah, you tried to steal my cab. (laughs) And he's like, no, you stole he's my like, cab. He's like, oh, you're the guy that owned my cab. And then, yeah. he's like, and then he's like, oh, well, now that I think about it, it was awfully easy to get a cab. <laughs> During rush hour. He's like, I'm so sorry I stole your cab. Yeah, and he's <laughs> like, yeah, don't worry about it. He's and like, this, this, get you this a hot dog and a beer? Oh, you got it? <laughs> I was going to say this scene. And then he's he's basically, there. he's trying to apologize to him. Dell, uh, John Candy's trying to apologize to Steve Martin. And he's like, can I get you a beer and a hot dog? He's like, no, nah, no, thanks. Yeah, just a hot dog. <laughs> no, just a beer. He's like, how about some coffee, tea, <laughs> lifesavers? Lifesavers is the one that kills him. Yeah, lifesavers. <laughs> and uh, so basically you, you find out instantly that he's kind of a – I think the first vibe you're supposed to get is that, like, he means well, but he's just kind of a, like, a, like a bumbling kind of guy. He's a little unaware of his surroundings at times. Um. So they finally finally get a shit I almost said a showering a plane that is scheduled. So to his dismay, Neil is assigned to the seat right next to Dell on a crowded flight to O'Hare, which he's trying to get back to Chicago. So he's he had he was ticketed for a first class seat, um, and this is kind of like the unraveling of, of yeah. it all. I would say. So he gets ticketed for the first class, gets reassigned to the the coach. And then basically this like good looking suave guy walks yeah. in, just like basically kisses the flight attendant. And says, yeah. where, can I, where should I sit? And she's like, oh, anywhere or whatever. I basically think that he was just like he just he's, schmoozed his way onto the plane. And he's just like, what? So he's basically gave up his seat for this dickhead. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. so he looks back. He's like, he's like, what does he say? He's like, how can this get any worse? Yeah. Or it, no, he says something. What does he say? He's well, he he's and then he pretty looks mad. back and it's Dell. 
He's yeah. just that he's sitting next to Dell. He's like, he's just sitting... when this day couldn't get any worse. That's what it was. And then he sits down, and Dell goes, "What are the chances?" And he's <laughs> just like, "Oh my god." And then Dell proceeds to take off his shoes, <laughs> and then his socks, and he's like, "Oh, he's like, my dogs are barking." <laughs> Throughout this whole movie, John Candy, every time. So again, we watched this three times in the last week. Every time I watch this movie, I'm just like so bummed that he wasn't around longer to make more oh movies because he was. These lines, like his delivery, is just so funny in all of his movies. Because just, just even with just John Hughes, he has this Uncle great Buck. outdoors Uncle Buck all back to back. Yeah, and then I think something else, right? And then he's in Home Alone. Real Home quick. Alone, very quick. Has the what's it? What's his name? He's like the Polka King of the, oh of the West. Oh my god, what is his name? I was just, I I had it in my head because I was thinking like how close yeah. some of these scenes are in the in the airport. But he plays in a polka band, yeah, he's basically. A polka king. Oh my um, god, I can't remember his name. And then a couple years later, he was in uh, Cool Runnings, which is another. I mean, he has a lot of great lines in that movie as well. But anyway, that's just our our love of John Candy. So they're uh, mid flight. Dell falls asleep, and he's basically snoring in Steve Martin's face. Uh, they are flying around for a very long time, and Dell wakes up, and he says, "I'll bet you." He says, I bet you 100 bucks that we're not going to Chicago. So you find out that their plane was diverted. There was a blizzard in Chicago, uh, and they ended up landing in Wichita, where Neil and Dell um, are basically trapped. They, they kind of find each other, and so Neil goes to call his wife and just kind of apologize and say, you know, we're in Wichita. Like, I'm, I'm going to try and get out as soon as I can. Tries to call a hotel for the, to, to stay the night. Everywhere's booked. And then we get Dell to the rescue. So yeah. I guess he 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 said what the, he says he said when you called your wife I called the name whatever the he's name like I called a hotel he's like he's like oh I should have seen that yeah that's what he said oh I, no he Steve Martin says I oh I didn't see that yeah okay and I think it's so funny so this is the first I just wanted to bring up a lot of these because all throughout this movie he's like yeah a buddy of mine I sold him some shower rings a, a, a while <laughs> oh that's like, the, that's that's the yeah. best part he's a shower ring salesman you're like yeah how can you make money being a shower ring salesman and then you talk to this guy you're like. Oh, he could sell shower cake. Yeah, he could to sell it to, to anything. Um, but he has, throughout this movie, a theme is that basically Dell, through being a traveling salesman, he just knows and has a ton of connections everywhere, basically, which is, I, I think it's just so funny to me. So they end up staying at the uh, at a, a hotel together after kind of a strange cab ride over, which is just, it's just so bizarre. Um, basically, his his wife, uh, Neil's wife, he, he's kind of telling her what happened. Um, and, and they basically decide, okay, I'll get you. Dell says, I'll get you a room. I, you know, I know the guy they get there and there's only one room available. So they have to share. And this is just like, I think this is probably one of the funniest lines coming up when they're actually in the hotel room together. Um, so <laughs> basically, and other, actually when they get to the hotel, uh, Dell has a really funny line. He's like, I even, I'll let you pay for it. So you don't, so you don't seem like you're, you're, uh, like mooching or something like that. <laughs> yeah, so he gets the first room. Uh, yeah. Neil gets the first room, and they're like, oh, that's the only room we have. Yeah. So he's like, he looks at him, he's like, oh. He's like, God, God damn it. Man. So they're they're forced to share the last available room, um, <laughs> and he sits down. So Dell's on the bed. Instantly, he's unpacking everything. He's a huge slob. He's on the bed, so he takes a shower first. He's then on <sighs> the bed, which is like a vibrating bed, and he puts a six-pack of beer on the bed next to him. So then kind of separately, Steve Martin is going to shower and it's they've been there for a half hour and the whole bathroom is torn to shit. There's wet towels everywhere. Dude, and, that's what I don't understand. There's wet, there's wet towels yeah, everywhere. Everywhere. I mean, it's just, I think it's just building the fact that like he's John Candy's character. It's just like a huge slob. I don't even understand how you do that. I don't it's know. It's crazy. 
it's really it looks like, like he just opened his bag and threw it yeah it's and <laughs> he brings his own pillow he has a picture of his wife next to him on the bed stand oh, um it's hell. just <laughs> it's it's just so funny um so basically neil ends up losing his temper uh losing it being saying like i how are you a person <laughs> basically he well, says because his the beer exploded all over yeah the, the side beer of the ends up exploding which i don't understand if i exploded the if if you and I were on this road trip, yeah, and I had done that, like first of all, I would have been like, oh, I guess I'm sleeping in the beer. In the beer, or and you would have been like, I'm not sleeping in that. And he he yeah. just his response is, I guess I have to sleep in this this beer, and I'm like, well, he says John Candy offers to switch. He's like, I'll switch with you, and he's like, No, I just want to go to bed. <laughs> like, okay. Basically, <laughs> and right. you're like, All right, dude, fine. Have fun with the pilsner. <laughs> yeah, so uh, they're they're sharing a bed there. It's a very tiny bed too, which I think it's just like comically small. Um, they basically end up like, so Neil loses his temper. They end up kind of making amends saying like, you know, I'm sorry. Like it's just the whole stress of everything. Uh, they end up going to bed while they're asleep. A burglar steals in or breaks in and steals all of their cash out of their wallet. So this is like, it's just the way this movie piles on is so good. Like, which did you, did you notice that burglar? He's just like the most stereotypical, like I'm trying to, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. He, like, puts the money under his hat and stuff like that. He has, like, a switchblade knife. And you're like, all right, dude. They tried to pick, like, like this. Like an old-timey, like... Yeah, like, huh, see? Huh. Like, like you'd, see a, you'd see him in a black-and-white movie. Yeah. He, the... he basically should have had, like, the little black eye mask and the striped shirt He on. could have played the Penguin in the Batman television series. Yeah. I think they were like, you know how the Hamburglar is a guy? <laughs> <laughs> I need you to be that, but... I need you to be that, but we're going to make you in the 80s instead. Um, so they, they are, are robbed essentially. So the next morning they wake up in the bed and they are spooning. So John Candy is the big spoon and Steve Martin is the little spoon. (laughs) And he wakes up to John Candy kissing his ear. Mm -hmm. He's like, Del, why are you kissing my ear? He's like, I don't know. He's like, Hey, Del, where are your hands? Oh, they're between these two pillows. <laughs> and as a kid, I don't know. I, I saw that clip. Yeah. Well, then Steve like, Martin then yells, those aren't pillows. Those aren't pillows. <laughs> they just jump up out of bed. I think I saw that. I must have seen that part. That's the part I remember the most as a kid. Yeah. That part. What do you think the two pillows were? I thought it was his thighs or uh, his butt no. cheeks. It's his butt cheeks for sure. <laughs> what do you think it is? You thought it was his thighs? Yeah, like he's got it like tucked between the back, like a little, you know. No, I think he's got the one. He's got like probably one hand like up doing up. the old, probably under his neck doing the old neck. Doing neck the prop. old, how you doing? Yeah. The old like, hey, let me support your neck like uh, yeah. lumbar, but for yeah. your neck. Sure, and the other time. hand. It's just grabbing a handful it's, of. I don't know. I think it's grabbing. I think it's just slid in like a credit card. <laughs> <laughs> just that. Oh, man. He's trying to. Just a stiff breeze could just <laughs> blow him back. I think that's the situation. I don't know. It's never. I don't know if it's ever. Been. I like that they don't describe it though. I want to know if they actually like method acted that. Like, all right, I gotta do this. I don't know. I think it would have spread them. <laughs> the people will know if we're messing around if we're here. Messing around. The sheet's not that thick. They'll know. <laughs> but I like they jump up and they're like, "Oh, the bears! Yeah, I think they're gonna go all the way this year." <laughs> it's like, like, oh, we gotta be as manly as possible here. Like, oh, yeah, like, oh yeah, dude. Oh. <laughs> You want to get those beers going? I know it's breakfast, but like beer o'clock, <laughs> beer o'clock. <laughs> so, uh, so basically, now it is the next day. Um, the the air travel is still delayed, so they basically can't buy a uh, a plane ticket. 
So actually, when they when they checked in, this is a plot point that comes up a little later. But Dell accidentally grabs the wrong credit card when they checked into the hotel room because they have that's the same. They, they have, have the same, same exact. Card. They have the same Bruh. exact card, which is just that scene like kills me because I'm like, oh, it's so simple. But it's like the little things, like in Home Alone when the when you see the boarding passes go in the trash. Yeah. And you see Kevin's name. Yeah. It's like, oh no, that's gonna be a problem later. That's classic Hughes, baby. He's just like he's like, yeah, if you're really watching, you'll know what's happening. You'll know only only the real ones will know. Yeah, if you if you get really close to the screen, you can. You'll if, know. if you get really close to the if screen, if you tell your significant other to shut the fuck up, you're watching the movie. Oh my god, <laughs> you might probably... not have you might not have the SO anymore, but you'll know what's going on in the movie. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Can we just cut that? No. Okay. Yeah. No. I'll do something. <laughs> anyway, uh, so basically, the next day they aren't able to get an air travel. It's still delayed. Uh, Neil ends up buying both of them tickets to Chicago. Um, but they're basically they, they rented a car. So they did the plane part of the movie. They are now onto the uh I guess one of two automobile Automobiles, yeah. automobile scenes of the movie. Um so the locomotive I'm sorry. No, this is the train ticket. Yeah, train ticket. So they're on the train part, so it was the plane. Now they're on the train part. Oh yeah, but we yeah. we gotta talk about the diner scene though. Yeah, go for rating. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This because this is where you. This is where they. I I like how you don't. They don't realize right away that they've been robbed. Oh, until yeah. they go to pay the bill. Yeah, that's right. And he's like, he's like, he's like, oh, I got the, I got the hotel. Like you can. I think I think he proposes it, and he's like, you can you can get breakfast or whatever. He goes to open his wallet, and he's like, he basically thinks he's like Neil, you you robbed me, and he's like, what are you talking? Oh no, about? he thinks Dell robbed him. Steve Martin thinks. Do I have him Del, backwards? Yeah, yeah. Steve Martin thinks John oh, Del, Candy. Oh, he's going him. to pay. Yeah, Steve Martin's going to pay. Anything still robbed? Anything still like, robbed? What? Him. Yeah, and I think he, he goes to open up his wallet too, and he's like, he's like, he's like, we've been robbed, and he's like, what was your? What did you say? What was your? Oh yeah, he's like, what was your first? Was, what was your first clue? What was your first clue? <laughs> Steve Martin's character, he actually like he's supposed to be a curmudgeon in this movie, but he's re- he's he's pretty funny. He's funny. He compliments John Candy really well, um, but he, there's also a funny line at the diner scene. Um, where they were like, yeah, odds are they're basically talking about like we have to try and get a flight, and he's like, no, odds are there's no flights coming out here. He's like, I'm gonna bet that we're having our turkey sandwiches right here on Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> it's just an awesome scene. Um, so then they they decide to buy uh, train tickets, but they get seat seated in separate cars. So basically, this is throughout the whole movie. Every time that they have like a new method of transportation, Steve Martin's like, ah, oh, well, Dell, it's been real. I'll uh, yeah, this is the end here. I'll Good. see you around. And so the train ends up breaking down um, near Jefferson City, uh, sh- basically stranding uh, like they're stranded in a field <laughs> at this point. Um, so Neil takes pity on Dell, who's struggling with his trunk. He's basically like trying to, um, you know, it's the. the oh, yeah. It breaks trunk. down. Yeah. And they have to down. cross the field. The yeah. They have to walk field to field of like. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, just mud. This is truly a nightmare. Yeah. Like this is awful. So they basically they they walk to. Um, I think they're trying to go, uh, basically to take a bus at this point. Um, so they walk over to a bus station, and <laughs> there's a really great line. So now they're they're basically going to try and take a bus to the airport. Um, they don't have any money. Dell ends up raising cash by selling cur- curtain ring samples. So earlier oh, this in the movie, is so that awesome. you were like, oh, he could sell to anyone. Yeah. So, and he's just, he's making and basically anything you could imagine. Mostly yeah. it's mostly earrings though, right? Yeah, he's doing a lot of earrings. He's, he's like, like oh, these are hand carved ivory earrings <laughs> from twelve hundred like BC. Plastic earrings. Yeah. <laughs> They're plastic shower curtain rings. It's so. good. But he's getting like a couple bucks here, a couple bucks there. He's selling them. 
And I'm like, damn, he really could sell like ice to the Eskimo. Yeah, you know, it's it's incredible. I don't know. He's, is that the, is that the saying? Yeah, is that it? Ice yeah. to a polar bear, whatever it is. I don't even know what the saying is. That's not it. Oh, uh, anyways, yeah. So he's just selling this, and you're like, okay, this this dude's the man. Yeah. Oh, big time. Uh, so he raises a bunch of money, um, and they're basically and they're gonna buy a, a bus ticket to get them to the airport. Which he's a really funny line. He's bas- he's after the train breaks down. Steve Martin is in like a terrible mood and stuff like that. They finally get back and they're at the bus. They're 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 at the bus station, and Dell <laughs> goes like, you know, have you ever been on a bus before? And he's like, no. He's like. I promise you your mood's not going to improve. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and then the next scene, they're on the – which is like, that's so good. That's so funny. Yeah, he's like, I promise you your mood's not going to improve. Um, it's just so good. Uh, so now they're uh, on the bus over to the airport, and basically Dell is like life of the party. So I – like – He's a very likable guy. I don't know if you're supposed to not... I don't know who you're supposed to like in this movie. Does that make sense? Well, you're supposed to like him and probably not like... Cause and be like Neil's Steve kinda, He's kind of Scrooge in this one. Yeah, yeah. He's got a little stick up his butt. Like, he's so. probably the more presentable of the two. Like, he's the more... Like, he's the one that you would, like, rather be seen with. The yeah. other guy's just, like, yeah. a clown. You know what I mean? He's like, but oh. he's, like, having more fun. He's, he's uniting fun. the yeah. people. He's, like, singing on the bus and stuff. He starts singing the Flintstones on the bus and stuff Oh, like that's that. right. Yeah. It's, it's just so good. Um, so now they're at the St. Louis airport. Um, Neil attempts to rent a car. So they both are like, all right, we're here. No flights. I'll get a car. It's fine. Uh, so they end up trying to get a car. Neil, Steve Martin gets to the parking spot and there's no car. There. This is where the nightmare continues. Again. Yeah. And the bus that got him out to there all the way out there. It, is, it just is speeds gone. off. <laughs> it's just gone. So he is like absolutely pissed he has this huge walk back to the terminal and he goes up uh to the rental agent basically which is played by the uh what's yeah, the word i'm Edie looking McClurg, for yeah yeah the the receptionist in ferris bueller's day off and he has well, before this he does wild... that he's freaking out in the parking lot <laughs> yeah. rips up the rips up the renter agreement throws it that's yeah. gone tough move there buddy. that was a bad idea yeah. I, I was like man that's not a good idea you that's shouldn't gonna do come that back. Yeah, every time i watch it still I'm like that's not don't do that so, just put it back in your pocket yeah it's not great i'm not gonna do the whole speech that he gets once he gets to the no do you think i should look it up you can i think yeah you know what because it's a lot of f words it's it's a ton of are you saying i shouldn't do it because no, you should too do many it efforts okay i said i said f multiple times already because i when did you say that when i said like i don't know i said something offensive earlier not I like don't offen- think not so. offensive, but like I said, the f word. Mm, I'm gonna have to. I don't know. Yeah, I said. The, I, I said, don't know. I said the fuck word. I said the fuck word. Uh, I'm just trying to. Yeah, bear with me here. I'm just trying to pull up the the quote. I should have. I should have uh, planned this. Oh yeah. So this is the this is the whole exchange. So rental car agent, welcome to Marathon. How may I help you? Or may I help you, Neil? Yes. How may I help you? You can start by wiping that fucking dumbass smile off your rosy fucking cheeks. <laughs> then you can drive me to a fucking automobile, a fucking Datsun, a fucking Toyota, a fucking Mustang, a fucking Buick, four fucking wheels and a seat. I really don't care for the way you're speaking to me. And I don't really care for the way your company left me in the middle of fucking nowhere with fucking keys to a fucking car that isn't fucking there. I don't care fucking walked on a fucking highway across a fucking runway to get back here to have you smile on my fucking face. I want a fucking car right fucking now. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm so sorry, mom. I think my mom listens to the show. The rental car agent. May I see your rental agreement? 
Neil, I threw it away. <laughs> rental car agent. Oh boy. Oh boy. What? Rental car agent. You're fucked. <laughs> it's just <laughs> such an awesome. Yeah. Sorry, Mrs. Boyd. I know that was a lot of F words there. Yeah. And Nick said he had to do it because it's like for the show. So like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah. He also tried to get me to, you know, get a credit card out in your name or whatever. But whoa, I whoa. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just I was like, yeah, just get. Just get 5K. Like, it's just a couple numbers, dude. It's just Social like, Security It's who? like blood, you know what I mean? Like, she gets it. <laughs> <You> can... <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that was so dumb. Um, so anyway, nah, so we she gotta basically... Get, we got to get some Diablo accounts, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's wild. Um, so she is... Uh, so he basically is outside, and his great plan, Neil's great plan, is to get a cab all the way back home. And so he goes up to the cab stand, and he says, like, you know you're in uh, St. Louis, right? <laughs> Like it's good, basically implying like this is going to be really expensive, and Steve Martin goes, "Look, if I wanted a joke, I'd follow you into the John." Which <laughs> is just wild. This is because the guy he says it to is insanely, yeah, insane he, looking. So he gets uh, punched out, basically falls into the street at the same time that Dell is driving up in a rental car. Which every time you see Dell, he's always fine. Like, yep, got a car. Like, oh, I need yeah. a car. Got a car. What are you going to do? Um, so he pulls up and basically is like, eh come on like just come with me we'll figure it out um so now they're driving whoa, 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 whoa. we can't we can't ignore this part where he says yeah go for aren't, it. he says aren't you gonna help him up another guy oh, says to the to the, the cab, cab driver guy. says oh no problem <laughs> he, he just grabs, he grabs him, him by his by his hoo-ha Woo-hoo. we can't say wiener but i just said the f word 19 times <laughs> grabs him by his ding-a-ling literally picks him up by his ding-a-ling yeah and, just, like, and in the Whoa! next scene, they're in the car. And his voice is just <laughs> so they like auto they they tuned it so it was really high pitched. But John Candy goes, "I've just never seen anyone get picked up by their crotch before like that." It's so great. Um, so basically, they're they're just going to try and drive to Chicago um, at this point. So they're on the freeway. Uh, Steve Martin is driving first. Then they end up switching. Uh, so you have Dell behind the wheel. Steve Martin is going to try and sleep. He tries to take his, Dell tries to take his jacket off after flicking a cigarette out of the window, which accidentally gets sucked back into the car, which they don't know about. Uh, so he's trying to take his jacket off because it's getting hot in the car. Uh, his jacket gets stuck on either side of the, um, on either side of the chair on kind of the little electric uh, controls. He rips his jacket off and pulls the car unknowingly, which I don't know how he didn't notice, over the median. So now they're driving the wrong way on the oh highway at this point. Um, so Neil wakes up and he's like, oh, yeah, sorry. I just, you know, I had to swerve around a pothole or whatever. Uh, there's a car that comes up on the right side of the highway. And this line, I say this, I say this line all the time. He basically looks over and there's a car honking at them. And they're on the right side of the highway. They tell him to roll his window down, and the guy screams, you're going the wrong way. And Steve Martin goes, how does he know where we're going? Which is just, like, such an awesome line. But they're, like, it's not even, like, a divided highway where it's, like, oh, the lanes are close. It's, like, one of those ones where there's a median, like, grass. Yeah. The whole thing. Like, they're so far away. Yeah. Driving the same way. There's like, there's no way that they that they wouldn't know. But like, yeah, look at these guys. He's how does he know where we're going? And then it's he assumes that they're doesn't line. he assume that they're on the wrong side? He assumes first? that the guy's drinking. 
Yeah. So yeah, he's like, okay, drink. buddy. And then he does like a, a motion that he's like drinking. Um, so then they realize that they are driving on the wrong side of the road. There's two semi trucks coming at them. They go between both of them and their sparks are flying. And then in the meantime, they both turn into skeletons. <laughs> yeah, they're like the Marv from Home Alone 2. Yeah. yeah. Um, John Candy turns into the devil and he's like, ha ha ha. Can go for him. It's such a great. It was, it was basically both sides of the car as they're driving. Yeah, and then so he after they they get out from between the trucks, he slams on the brake, and the trunk Dell's trunk goes flying out into the street. Um, so they get out of the car. They're basically just they pull over. They're just trying to collect their thoughts. And there's a great line. Uh, John Candy goes, "Oh sure, this will buff out," <laughs> <laughs> and the whole car is just absolutely destroyed on either side. Um, so while they're over trying to get the trunk, the, you see that the car bursts into flames in the back because of the lit cigarette that was accidentally sucked back in. Um, <laughs> it's yeah. just so just good. Like, oh, my. Yeah, it's just uh, just one thing after another. So the car is completely is done. So you so, would think, though, that they're done with the car. No, it's nope. still, still driving, still mobile. Uh, the... One thing to note is that when Steve Martin uh, relinquished his time behind the wheel to John Candy, he put his wallet in the glove compartment, and Dell's wallet was in his jacket, which was still on the seat. Um, just as like a that's that detail will come up. So they're driving this absolutely scorched car. It's just it's which they're freezing which in the Del, seat too. Dell has gotten it's the, under Dell's name. Yeah, it's under Dell's name. But but. Uh, I think this is where you find out that he was like, I, you know, we accidentally switched credit cards. So this was technically under oh, your name. Yeah. Well, so Steve, after they realize that the car's on fire, Steve Martin starts he's laughing. Like, and he's like, he's like, like one ha- time. He's like, well, for once, it's you who it's, who's like, this is happening to. And then he, he says, how would you rent the thing without a credit card anyway? I mean, you could, but how could you? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, well, that's the thing. He's like, you, but you can't. He's like, but I gave the gal some shower cards. He says. You can't rent a car with shower curtains, Dell. Yeah. It's like, well, your diner's club card wound up in my wallet, and I just – you stole it. You stole it. He was like, I was going to send it right back. So, yeah, so so Neil is in a great mood. Not a great mood, but he's almost like a oh, – He's not like, it's problem. not mine. He's like, he's like he's, finally something bad happened to you. Yeah. And it's not it my problem. It was his credit card runs, the whole like, time. That's my credit card that I just <laughs> – we just destroyed this car with. Yeah. Poor guy. Um, he's like, I was gonna send your card back with whatever the rental <laughs> charge was. Yeah, he's like, he's like, you can just reverse that. He's like, I was just gonna send those charges right back, and it would have been fine. Uh, it's just so good. Um, but at this point, um, they're basically they have to try and find a motel room. Uh, he basically they they schlep their way to the nearest one, um, and Neil ends up bartering with the guy. He gives him his watch for a night in the hotel. Oh John Candy goes up, and he was like. I don't have anything, but I had, and he's like, he's like, what kind of, the, the guy working at the hotel's like, what kind of watch do you have? And he goes, a Casio. Yo, so Ethan at work has the same, that's what it yeah, was. Yeah, the same is, exact This one. is where, this is where I thought about the cat. I was looking at his watch today because he just, I just was talking to him. I'm yeah. Like, Why is that? And I remember now, it's because it's in this movie. Yeah, he has like Casio. the same one. And I'm like, these, these, these watches are like coming back in style somehow, yeah. which I don't understand. Because it definitely didn't look cool in this movie, and sorry, it doesn't look that cool now. But anyway, <laughs> dang, that was brutal. No, it just looks like nineteen. It looks like a nineteen eighties watch. Yeah, that's what it looks like. It looks, looks like, like an older like, watch. Does it? I wouldn't say it looks normal. No, I said older watch. Oh, it just looks like an old. Watch. No, 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 yeah, it just looks, looks like, like an older, older watch. Eighties like watch. 
but um but yeah that's so funny he tries to pass he's like, <laughs> he's like it's like what does he try to get for it he tries to get like some he's like i forgot what he says to him like well he tries to he basically tries to rent a motel room he's like yeah i'll just and, and the guy's just like, like no. oh, this is where I say goodnight. <laughs> yeah. So he ends up, uh, Steve Martin is in the room. Uh, he looks outside and Dell is, is oh, he sitting. Says he's, I'm sorry. This is what he says. He's, I got a $2 and a Casio. And a Casio. <laughs> um, so he's basically, uh, you know, he's just, he's just sitting out in the car, the charred car. And he's actually, this is one of the first times that he's talking. Um, he's talking to his wife basically just kind of out loud. Like it looks like he's just like, ah, I really screwed it up this time. Didn't I? Like he's, he's starting to be like, ah, shit. Like maybe I really was the problem all along. But at this point, um, Steve Martin looks outside, kind of takes pity on him and is like, Hey, you're going to freeze to death out there. So this is kind of, I think turning Steve Martin, I think is realizing like, we're both in this together at this point. Like there's no sense fighting it. So they go in, they end up sharing. Um, Dell has a bunch of miniature liquor bottles. I don't know how so many of them. He has tons of them, but they basically (laughs) they're bonding and, and, and laughing with each other, joking around and stuff. Um, and basically Dell, I think this is, a, this is a cool part where Dell kind of like opens up and he's like, you know, at the end of the day, all that's going to be left. Like once I'm, once I'm gone, it's just like a bunch of old shower curtain rings. Um, and he says, and Steve Martin goes, yeah, but you know, you have your wife, like she loves you. Like, that's awesome. They toast to their wives and then they basically just go and go back to, to, to giggling, um, which Steve Martin says a really funny, uh, not a funny line, but a cool line where he says, why do I feel like I'm at summer camp right now? Cause they're just kind of giggling to each other and, and they're actually becoming friends. I think is what this scene is supposed to, is really supposed to highlight. Um, so it's the next morning. I think, I don't think anything goes awry at, uh, at in night? this hotel at night, No, they had, I think which like is good. It's like the first, yeah. So they get up the next morning and their car is completely plowed in. <laughs> they, like, so they're rocking it back and forth, trying to get, trying to get this thing loose. Um, and he puts it in reverse and drives right through the, the motel room, crashes through it. He's like, shit, we got to get out of here. They peel out and then they're they're back on the road in this burnt, just mess of a car. Um, so they're, they're driving along. Uh, they get pulled over by a state patrol, like an Illinois state patrol. And there's a really great set of set of dialogue. Do you did you have anything for this one? Yeah. So Dell, he gets pulled over and he goes, now officer, I know what you're going to say. It doesn't look like much, but she's sturdy. She's got, you know, four wheels. She drives and she's like, uh, he turns the, he's like, oh, let me turn the radio down. He's like, funniest thing. The whole car's charred, but the radio works clear as a whistle. I don't, I don't get it. And he's just like <laughs> trying to be chummy with the, with the, um, state patrolman. They end up, uh, impounding it because for obvious reasons, because the, the car is completely charred. Um, they ended up hitching a ride. They find a ride through Dell. It's another one of his, like, oh, a buddy of mine, I know a guy type thing. They get a ride uh, in a semi-refrigerated trailer, basically. Uh, so they're now finally, after freezing their ass off, at the Chicago train station. Or, or it's the L. It's like the the, yeah. the local Chicago train system, basically. Um, Neil ends up, this is kind of the end of their journey. Um, they've passed the plane, the train, and now the automobile phase. Um, Neil is basically thanking Dell for getting him home. And, and he's like, you know what? All said and done, this was kind of funny. So Neil's kind of lightened up a little bit, which is good. I think it was, I think he's realizing like something like this is what I needed a little bit. Um, you get the sense that he was this, you know, real corporate guy and he just went into work and he was in marketing. And um, so I think it was, you're, you're supposed to say like, you know, this is good for Neil in a way. Um, 
So they they part ways. Uh, as Neil is on the train, he's he's reminiscing about the trip, um, but he starts thinking about some of the some of Adele's kind of comments uh, along the journey, mostly about like how he hasn't been home in in years and how he's he had the best he said that oh I had the best wife and and little hints like this. Um, and and it occurs to him that Dell is basically you know, trying to get home. He's like trying to get home. Uh, you find out that unfortunately his, his wife, uh, passes away. So he turns, you, you, it kind of flips back to Dell and you see Steve Martin get off the train and he's like, come on, like you're coming with me. Um, so it's, 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 I think this is a really nice way to tie this movie back together. Um, so Dell explains to him that he's homeless. Uh, his wife passed away and his wife basically died eight years ago. And that's the last time he's been home. So he's basically like the big trunk and traveling with the yeah. pillow. He's just been on the road. And um, it all makes sense then why he knows, every, he knows, he every, knows everybody, everybody yeah. and which way to go and what basically how to get and not freak out during traveling. Cause he's just been traveling. Yeah. For Cause years. it's to him. It's it's, he needed to get to Chicago, but if he didn't get there, it really wasn't a big deal to him. He basically just sells these shower curtains so he can afford to eat and yeah. travel, I guess. Ba- basically. Uh, and so Neil ends up bringing him home for Thanksgiving um, and, and introduces him to his family and stuff like that. And I think it is just like a really nice way to tie the movie, um, basically tie the movie together. So, uh, And that's the end of Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. There is a very uh, post-credit, a funny post-credit scene. At the beginning of the movie, his boss who is looking at the different covers and stuff, his boss is still trying to decide um, what cover to pick in like a post-credit scene. Did you see that at all? Yeah. 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 I just think that's like, I just think that's funny. I don't think I, I don't think I knew that was a scene before maybe this time or the time before though. Like, I, yeah, I, I just probably, always turn the movie off. Yeah. But yeah. I, I, I let like, it play the last time. I, I think I just it. shut the credits. So yeah, like you said, planes, trains and automobiles. Um, did you have anything for this one? I, there was a couple cool lines. So when they're, um, one that I wanted to talk about, which it wasn't directly a nod, um, but whether in the cabin drinking a little mini bar, like all the little mini bottles, he says, Dell, where are you going? Like where, like where, like what's next for you? And he says, I think I'm going to go back to Jamaica. And then he starts saying like, uh, like just basically reminiscing about how great it would be like to be there and stuff like that. This is unrelated. Cause I looked but in 1993, John Candy would go to star in a movie called Cool Runnings, where he lived in Jamaica. Oh. So I like to think that Dell figured his way back to Jamaica and cool. cool Runnings. Um, I'm gonna look it up really quick. I want to see who directed that because if that was like a John Hughes thing, I'm gonna be I'm gonna confirm that it was all related. It was not related. I don't think it is. But anyway, I just thought that was It'd be cool neat. though if they if over, they just tied it together. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Uh, so yeah, what what did you have? Um, I like the the line. Oh shoot! I just had it right up here. He's like, <laughs> when he basically when he asked the dude to pick him, he's like, I've never seen a man get picked up by his testicles before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so good. Um, yeah, I think like I said, this is just a great a great Thanksgiving movie. I oh, think this yeah. follows uh, a very similar comedy style to, like we said, Christmas Vacation. Oh, and then when I think when they're at the hotel, he says. Del Griffith, like his buddy, his buddy Gus. Yeah. Del Griffith, how the hell are you? He's like, well, I'm still a million bucks shy of being a millionaire. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's great. I told Emily that I need to start saying that. That's such a good, like, cheesy line. Um, but he's just like, like I said, I think he's supposed to be a really likable guy. And Steve Martin is supposed to be a really kind of uptight dude. Um, and they all learn from each other in true John Hughes fashion. Did you say, did you already say this one? 
when they're when they're when he's talking about not being able to go to Chicago, he's like six bucks in my right nut says we're not landing Chicago. Oh, that's what he says when he's in the when they're in the in the flight. In no, the flight, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't have the direct quote. Um, but yeah, then there's also a really good. I think there's one like really classic John Hughes scene. So after when they're in the hotel room after um, the the beer explodes, he loses. Uh, Steve Martin loses his mind and kind of goes off on him. And uh, basically, at this point, John Kenny goes. He, he goes on to say, like, you know what? Yeah, like, I'm a little loud. Um, you know, people might say, you might think I'm obnoxious, but people like me. My my customer likes me. My my wife likes me. And I'm not going to change who I am, basically. But there's, like, really inspirational music playing. And I thought that was, like, the quintessential John Hughes, like, empowering speech that is, like, seen in every one of his movies. Which yeah. I just thought that was... No, yeah, because you have the one... The, music, the music's cued, too. The music cued, because then the, the same thing in The Breakfast Club. Um, Ferris Bueller. Ferris Bueller's Day Off, 16 Candles. Um, always literally music, all of yeah. these. There's always, like, the music will switch, and then it's just, like, inspiration. It's just so good. I, I, I love this movie. Um, did you have anything else that you wanted to add? I just had, other like, another funny one, I think, here. Yeah. <laughs> I forget which hotel they're in, but he's like, he's like, you play with your balls a lot. He's like, I oh, do not play with my balls. And he's like, they're they're in the car, and he says, car? yeah, and he's oh, basically yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He so he's like, uh, Steve Martin is giving him crap because he's like, yeah, oh, man, like there's a lot of things you do that annoy me, Dell. And he goes, oh yeah, there's a couple of things that you do that don't like sit too well handling. with me. It's like Larry Bird doesn't do as much ball handling in one night as you do in an hour. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, you know what would be great? And he's like a couple of pair, a couple of extra balls in his <laughs> He's like a pair of balls and a couple extra hands. <laughs> That's just so good. Um yeah. It's good times. I uh I I really like this one. Um I didn't really have anything crazy for this. Um I just figured the we would the movie kind of stands on its own without any fun trivia or anything like that no yeah but it's like you said good quintessential john hughes feel good movie road movie yeah traveling at the at the holidays i think anyone can probably relate to it yeah it's cool middle america yeah i don't know it's a fun it's a fun movie and it's just like a good time and it's like 90 minutes yeah so this was the one thing that i did that i i did say was was pretty cool um john hughes said that he was basically inspired to write the story because he actually went on a similar he was trying to fly from new york to chicago and he was diverted to wichita kansas similar to them and that's basically like i mean obviously he didn't you know didn't share a room with someone and like all that (laughs) stuff um but I think that was kind of cool. And then separately in interviews. So I think just kind of like surrounding this whole movie, that's a lot of like really positive things like Steve Martin and John Candy have both said in interviews that this was one of their favorite movies to film. Like, I just think it's, I, I think it it's not only a great movie, but then it also, you kind of like it more when you find out like people had a really good time doing this and it was just a really fun set to be on. I don't know that, but like other people might, might not give a shit, but I know you and I like, enjoy that oh, kind yeah of stuff. and they don't they definitely don't make comedies like this anymore no it's always got to be like oh ball well i guess they do say balls in this one <laughs> yeah. but i mean like i feel like the way that they do it is it doesn't feel vulgar like, yeah it's just funny yeah now it's like oh dude it's like oh, <laughs> oh i farted <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, it's like it's you like know what on, i mean dude yeah no i get it i get have it. you seen the movie um due date 
it's similar to this, but it's Robert Downey oh, and Zach and Galifianakis. Yeah, they have to I get have home. seen that movie. They basically have to get across the country. It's the same plot. It's the same kind of plot. Yeah. Nowhere. It's pretty funny. It's that, pretty good. That is a pretty good one. I, I would say if you enjoyed that one. But it's not the same. It's not the same. I wouldn't even recommend it. But if you did like this movie, for the listeners out there, um, definitely listen, watch every one of John Candy's movies like five times. He's incredible, and it's unfortunate that he passed away. Um, yeah. Did you have anything else before we wrap this one up? Um. I will say they were talking about remaking this. I really hope they don't. And uh, but I, it's just funny the the leads they were gonna have originally were Will Smith and Kevin Hart as them, and then it switched to Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler. That could be kind of funny if it was Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler. It's not the same. I, and that's I, not the same. I, I really don't think they should do it, but I'm just saying it's it in the bad. era of remakes, reboots, and um, reimaginations that we're currently living. Like when just we, just stop making reboots. When we saw <laughs> no. when we saw, there are some good ones, but when we saw Napoleon. Yeah, I'm gonna say Olivia turned to me and said, "They're like, and she like, we had 20 minutes of commercials or whatever or trailers." Yeah. She's like, "She's like, I hate to say this, but there is not one original. No, like everything was like a new Marvel, yeah, adaptation or like something that was like a remake or reboot or a sequel to something. Yeah. Like or I'm like not even I'm... joking. There wasn't one trailer that we watched that was like, oh, that's something generally, yeah, cool and new. Yeah, she's like, I mean, this is." Shit. even it's it even sucks because there are like some really good movies that are coming out too like the they're doing a um a, a version of the color purple did you see that it's out now right i think it Is might it be by yeah, the time color. Yeah, that looks good like that looks really good but again that's a story based on a book like I think it's that's already been a movie. That's too. already been a movie. Yeah, yeah that, so it's, that one I think is that one looks good. The cast and that we won't looks throw awesome. that in the same category as the other ones. But you're right. Everything is kind of like yeah. recycled at some point. Yeah, it's just unfortunate. But I will say the new Godzilla movie looks awesome. I think that one uh, looks cool too. Yeah, see this week. I saw the trailer for that. It looked really good. Um, so what do you think? Should we wrap this one up as a nice little Thanksgiving? Uh, yeah, I think we can wrap it. All right. Well, everyone, uh, I know this one is a little later, but we hope you all had an enjoyable Thanksgiving if you celebrate. Uh, Keith, you want to, uh, what's a quote to lead the people out with? Uh, I forget what they say at the end. The, the end quote would be good, but I don't remember what it, what it is. I think he just says like, this is my friend Dell. And then, no, there's, she says something. The wife says something. I was trying to look it up, but I can't remember what she says. She mm. says something nice. In the movie. We almost had a cool outro then. No, I think it's funny that we don't have one. <laughs> All right. So the official quote is, man, I've never seen a man picked up by his testicles before. <laughs> <laughs> until next time everybody uh.